0: You're listening to Youth and Loud, the show that's quiet about the trivial things, but loud about the important things. We discuss all issues relevant to youth. If you'd like to find out more about the show or have a topic idea, check us out on Facebook and give us a shout by searching Youth and Loud, or you can email us on youth at synradio.org. We're joined in the studio with James and Glenn Munzo. James will be sharing with us his story of overcoming drug addiction. And Glenn will be chatting with us about his latest book, I Quit Drugs, Now What? The Next Stage of Recovery that Nobody Talks About. Um, So you're listening to Youth and Loud with Peter and Nathan. And tonight in the studio, we're joined by James and Glenn. To kick us off, um, Glenn, tell us a bit about yourself and how your year's been so far.
1: Yeah, yeah, year's been really, really good this year um, about myself. Um, Yeah, I I run a program called the Youth Youth Program um, that helps uh, youth, young adults overcome, recover from drug addiction. Um, Yeah, this year's just been really awesome, just really about spreading the message, getting out there. Um, educating and showing people that you can overcome and recover from drug addiction.
0: Yeah, nice. And uh, Glenn is actually a veteran to this show, (laughs) and I think he holds the record for (laughs) being the the most familiar guest on (laughs) Youth and Loud. So... I'm pretty sure to count this is his fourth appearance um, yeah not including uh, including the live event earlier yeah, this year yeah, so exactly. no, thanks um, for having
1: me again it's always a pleasure so.
0: yeah all oh, good man yeah it's always great to have you in and to, to hear your words and um, to hear the things you've learnt through your own journey so not not a problem um, and James what, what about yourself tell us a bit about um, who you are and what your year has been like so far
2: yeah I'd like to say thanks for having me as well um, this year I moved back down to Victoria with my brother um, to try and start myself a new life. So I moved down from Queensland. Um, working hard and training hard. I'm yep. um, going to the gym three, four times a week. I'm doing coaching classes as well. And um, yeah, working 50 to 60 hours a week. So right now, it's, it's just all about that.
0: Yeah, well, that's a very busy week you've got with working 50 to 60 hours.
2: Um, what, what do you do for work, James? Yeah, I work um, work in a spring factory, Yep. just in, um, in Kaysbury. Yeah, it's a good, good factory, a good bunch of guys. So, nice. Yeah, I'm pretty lucky.
0: Awesome, and thanks again uh, heaps for coming on, on the show. It's really great to have you. So, James, I understand that uh, you're now a part of Glenn's Youth U program, and have come a long way in your journey in overcoming illicit drug use, um, such as marijuana. Um, with all that you have achieved in your journey, um, how do you feel, and what has been the main difference about your life after
2: being a part of the Youth U program? Yeah, so I'm about oh, halfway through the, the program now. Um, and in, in that time, I've become a lot, a lot stronger with, in the mind, so uh, I guess I, I would describe myself as, looking back, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have described myself at the time, but now looking back, I, I was very weak, very weak-minded, yep. uh, especially like in making good choices uh, for myself and, um, and, and things like that. So, so after doing the program, for the time that I've been in it, I, I feel a lot stronger with my mindset okay. and uh, the choices that, uh, that I make for myself. Um, so I
0: guess being a part of the Youth you program has really helped you have a stronger mindset um, with with yourself and also
2: with the choices that you that you make in life. Yeah, absolutely. Just just those everyday choices that um make mm. a huge difference. Yeah, and it's, and it's also also gym as well. Yep. Uh, I've been training really hard and um growing my body as well, which is is really important for me. Um, so so that's been a huge benefit of the program as well. Yeah, awesome. Um, so James, take us back to what life looked like
0: for you um, before this journey began and before you made that decision and said, you know, I want to, I want to change my life, I want to change things around and really work at um, stopping the use of, of, of drugs. Um, what did life look like
2: for you then? Um, so is this like just before the program or, or like, like going way back to, to the start?
0: Um, what, what what would you like to, to
2: start with? Um, yeah, no, I'll go back to... So, yeah, I started smoking smoking weed when I was 15. Okay, yeah. Um, I was really keen to try it. Um, so yeah, I wasn't pushed into it or anything. I was keen to try. Yep. Um, so I, was, I started smoking... Yeah, I started smoking bongs straight away. Um, I got really sick the first few times, but I um, started feeling it, like feeling, getting, getting used to it, things like that. Um, and then it just became an everyday thing. Like I was smoking before school, at school. I was going off at lunch, smoking up in the forest, things like that, skipping school. Yep. Um, and I did nothing else really but smoke. Uh, I quit, quit football. I played football for 10 years. I quit football. Um, players that I played with at footy went on to play AFL. Um, things like that so I I just I just wanted to smoke um I did that for did that for a long time and then obviously you get older and you start clubbing and stuff like that and uh, I get into other drugs party drugs so I started getting into pills and speed and and things like that and um just just recreational just on the weekends things like that Friday, Saturday, night um slowly over over the years it got got heavier um so i was i was getting the getting the gear on the payday um i was try testing it out on payday which was like a thursday mm-hmm. um then going the whole weekend um partying the whole weekend going into monday tuesday sort of coming down on the wednesday uh, getting paid on the Thursday and then just starting that whole cycle again. and I got, I got stuck in that in that cycle for for about three years. Um So James, if I can
0: just ask you and you know that sometimes when a person can start using drugs, it can be connected to trying to cope with difficult life circumstances. Um, whether it's conflict at home or conflict at school, sometimes people use it as a way to to try and help cope with that. Um, In your situation, would you say that was the case or was it, uh, I guess,
2: separate from that? Um, Yeah, so I moved schools in Year year 7. Yep. Um, I was always a real popular guy uh, in primary school. I Mm -hmm. had a really good bunch of friends and I never never felt bad about myself. I'd never been bullied, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I went to a new school and I got absolutely slammed. Like, oh... by
0: like, slam, do you mean you got picked on? Or yeah, yeah, or? I got
2: picked on pretty hard and yep. stuff like that. So, um, I developed like a lot of anxiety and um, things like that. So I found that, that when I started smoking, it, it really squashed squashed that anxiety. Although it wasn't helping at all, it just kind of it just numbed me, and I was just in the background. Okay. Um, I was. I wasn't that. I, I wasn't. You know, I just faded off into the background in, in every social
0: situation. So I guess in saying that, would you say that the use of drug use uh, when you were going through that difficult time in high school and receiving bullying and getting picked on didn't so much deal with the problem, didn't deal with the cause, but it just helped numb it, just helped, I guess, distract it in a sense? Yeah, absolutely. Just yeah. Just, just, numbing it.
3: Mm. James, can you tell me, when you first start using, is it kind of, how do you, I suppose, rationalise it? Do you kind of think, you know, I'm, I'm in control, it's just, you know, the, the casual use, and then, then it starts snowballing? Like, can you take me through a bit about, what's, what's your mindset when that first starts? Um,
2: yeah, well, it starts off small, so you don't, you don't think much of it. Or, um, well, like you said, you think, think you've got control. Um, you're always trying to change through, through the time, yeah. you know, you're always wanting, always wanted to stop, um, always knew, knew what was better, always, always knew it was no good for me, that it was doing no good for me, but, but you just, you just keep doing it, mm-hmm. you just keep doing it, like, I don't know how, to, how else to explain it.
0: You started... Uh, smoking at the age of 15, and then that gradually um, led to the use of other drugs, and yep. that would you say that became worse? or
2: addiction became worse? Or? Oh, d- definitely. Um, just just the amount that I was using, and yep. and the impact that it had on my life. I mean, um, you know, on my school, on on my on my sport, and my my social life, uh, my apprenticeships. Uh, you know, I tried. I was I was 16. I had I was doing a cabinet-making apprenticeship. I went into an electrician apprenticeship when I was 17, which is a great trade to be into. And I have nothing else to blame but but doing drugs for yep. for losing that, that opportunity at, at that time. Um,
0: and how else did it... Um, you may have covered this already. Um, so you're that uh, it impacted you because you were doing a trade and had a really good opportunity to do this um, apprenticeship yeah. um, what other impact did it have in your life you may have covered that already
2: um, it just it just impacts everything it impacts um, it impacts yourself number one so your health um, and the image that you have of yourself mm-hmm. um, and then it just snowballs out to, you, to your family of course it it hits your family next. So they're wondering why you don't want to hang out. Like my brother would would, would wonder why I wouldn't want to go and, and stay the night at his house and stuff like that. Um,
0: so it really impacts your personal relationships as well as your health and as well as the way you perceive yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it has a huge effect. Um, so, James, talk to us about, um, I guess, was there a, a turning point for you? Did you get to a stage... In having the drug drug addiction that um, really stood out, and made you want to quit, made you
2: want to change your life around. Um, yeah. yes. what, what was the, the turning point? So it was when I was I was younger, I was I was in my early twenties, and I met a girl, um, and she had a, a zero zero drug po- tolerance policy, which <laughs> was I know I always wanted to stop anyway, so I got, I, I gave it away. Um, and I was I was on the I was 95% clean for four and a half years so from the age of yeah 22 to 20 almost 27 um, I, I stayed clean when I was with her um, I did do recreational drugs a few weekends with mates things like that Yep. Um, but so so yeah, back back then that was that was a piv- that was a big a big kick for me to, for me to give up the drugs, all the party the party lifestyle that I was living. Um, the biggest downfall about that, and and what I now realise is that because I didn't do it for myself, I didn't I didn't give up the drugs for myself. There, like I was always going to go I was always going to go back or. As soon as she was gone, I, I went straight. I went straight back into into the drugs. So, um, also, when I when I was with her, I did a lot of gambling as well and, right. and things like that. And, and that had as much of an effect on my life as drugs did. So, and that's what I'm talking about. So having so, guess a you're if we can
0: just ask a question there. Sorry, James, that um, when you did uh, give up drugs, ninety five percent the first time, you really did it for someone else yep. and you're saying that that didn't really work for you as a, as a permanent solution
2: because yeah. um, when I was with her I still I, I I missed it like I, was, I felt like because that, that's who I was mm. before I met her so yep. I felt like that being with her um, I'd sacrificed my identity even though I didn't like that person mm-hmm. I'd changed so much to, to be with to be with her But I carried that through the relationship mm. and um I guess I always dreamed of... Not dreamed about, but I guess I always wanted those times again. Um, you know, so I would I would go off on the weekends and I, she never knew and I lied about it and things like that. Right. And, yep. and, I, you know, I, I never... I never admitted to myself how much of a problem, it, problem it was and that I really needed to fix that before, before having... Before doing anything else. Okay. Yeah. Um...
0: You're listening to Youth and Loud. So, tell us about uh, the journey, I guess, from how you got in there and got involved with um, the Youth You program.
2: Um, what was, I guess, the, the connection point for you? Yeah, so um, I'd been following uh, our coach, Bianca, uh, and on. I was on her Facebook, so I knew that she'd done the program. Right. I was really, really proud of what she'd done and stuff like that. I, I knew how hard it was to do, so I was I followed loosely, um, and then yeah, I split with my ex and, and I got back on it, back on the drugs and stuff like that. And I was like six six months in, also, yeah, six months back back on them, and I wanted to stop so much, and my housemate he wanted to stop so much as well. Like we were. We were both just trying to push each other but we just kept, we just kept scoring drugs like we just kept, kept getting it. Um, and then I saw that uh, Glenn wrote a book, uh, released his book, so I I ordered it, I pre-ordered the book. Um, I was still using when I ordered it, uh, it got delivered, I was, I, I didn't read it for, for, for a while. Um, and then, yeah, one day I sit, I was sitting in my room, and I knew, I knew what I what I wanted to do and what what I had to do, and um, like I knew I was moving from Queensland to Victoria. I had I had a lot a lot of stuff to do, but I couldn't do it because my mind was just so clouded from from the drugs and stuff like that. Um, ve- that's how I, I describe my brain a lot. Was that I was I was very foggy all the time, very very clouded.
0: And would you say, yes, James, that that's one of the, the key impacts that drug using has on anybody—that it it fogs your mind and it clouds your thinking?
2: Um, would you say that that's one of the key factors? Oh, uh, well, well, for me, abso- absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, you, know, you you know what you, you know what you have to do. You know. You know, you know the choices that you should should be making, and and the uh, and like I I said, like just those daily choices. You know, those ten good choices a day. Mm. Um, they don't happen when you're on drugs because, mm. you know, you're making ten bad choices a day, and then, you know, no matter how much, no matter how much you want to, you want to stop. If you keep making that. If you if you make the choice to wake up and hit it in the morning, you've already started your day with the, with the bad choice and it uh, and it just flows on and and that's your day and yeah. and that's your week and that's your month and it's just it's just this cycle of and, 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 and that causes your fog brain because you feel feel shit about the choices that you're making. Yeah. Um, you're feeling bad about yourself, you're feeling sorry for yourself. It mm. just sets you up.
0: And I guess in saying that, it's not just uh, a decision to take drugs, but it's something that affects your entire life. So you can't, I guess, from what you're saying, take drugs and separate that from your life, but it's something which automatically affects and influences every aspect of your life. Is that something which you'd say um, was 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 true for you? It's, uh, um, or, or is true for yeah. anyone
2: who... a 100% true. And yep. um, Bianca said it last night. Yeah. there's no such thing as a functioning addict yeah you can convince yourself as much as you want that you've got it that you're maintaining a good healthy lifestyle uh work-wise relationship-wise um you know all the points that make it make a good life that yeah. or, you know there's there's a lot of factors that, that, that make a good life drugs if you're on them and and on you know it's gonna affect all those points
1: yeah yeah definitely yeah definitely because yeah. you can't you can't live a balanced healthy lifestyle if you're self-destructing so but yeah like there's there's no way that you can yeah live that lifestyle because in the background you're self-destructing your self-worth mm. is going down it's going to leak into other areas of your life anyway yeah so at the start you can put on a front or whatever but your whole world is slowly disintegrating and disappearing yeah. right in front of you yeah
0: well, I guess it just affects um the core of who you are. Yeah. Um, so it's not just something, I guess, taking drugs that affects you externally, but it really mm. sinks down and affects the core of who you are. Definitely. Um,
1: yeah. It eats away at your soul. Yeah,
2: because, like, like people that do drugs uh, are not bad people. Like, yeah. you know, they got good morals. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know like, like a, drug, a person who does drugs isn't automatically, like, a bad person, but just know that... that, that they're feeling r- really bad about about themselves yeah, yeah. and, you know, what they're doing uh, and, and, and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, so yeah it's yeah, a good definitely. point. You need to, because, you know, I think a lot of people think a drug addict looks a certain way or acts a certain way as well. Mm. So if we pull away all the labels and, you know, all that sort of stuff, you know, like what James was saying, at the yeah. end of the day, it's people as well. So, you know, that they're already, that's their reality there. They're already feeling all those bad emotions as well. Yeah. So we definitely need to, you know, look at, Look, just look at them for people really
0: and i guess uh, a part of that um glenn would be acknowledging that you know uh drugs don't just affect uh youth who don't go to schools fence, and it can affect anyone at any yeah. age level in any industry so you definitely. can get you know a business person who is addicted to ice or yeah. a tradie or um, yeah. a dance instructor or yeah. whatever it is it could be anyone yeah definitely there's um,
1: all teachers you know, there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are you know, that's suffering in silence and yeah. you know, the awareness is important. So there's definitely a lot of people that yeah. Yeah.
2: and there'll come a time where where that person will hit rock bottom. Like that's 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 the path that you're on when you're on when you're on drugs. There's mm-hmm. you can maintain it for for as long as you, you think, yeah. you know. It can be a decade, it could be two, but one day yeah. It's going to catch up on you, it's, and you're going to hit rock bottom. Definitely. Yeah.
0: yeah. Right. And I know that, um, that's something which I've heard you say before, Glenn, and I'm trying to remember the exact quote, but you're saying that if you're a drug addict, you either end up um, dead yeah. or in jail or... Yeah, in the
1: psych ward, yeah. Mm. yeah. So it only, you know, you have like three dead ends pretty much if you mm. don't turn around and, and get your life to track, and those dead ends is, you know, death... Um, being incarcerated or ending up in a psych ward. So yeah, um, that li- that the lifestyle is, is is crap. And you know yeah. the people that are going through that already know that it's just you know making the change before you end up, I guess, at those dead ends. Yeah,
0: and I guess it just highlights how serious the issue is of you know being involved with drugs in your lifestyle. That it's not a, a light matter. It's not something to be. Um, Blase about or to yeah. treat with contempt, it is a serious thing because, as you're saying, it can lead, um, and as you mentioned before, eventually going to hit rock bottom and mm. it'll lead to, to one of those places. Yeah, it's um, a
1: very, very, very serious matter.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I guess it's uh, one of the things which is getting worse and worse seemingly as well, particularly with ice, has gotten a lot uh, worse around Victorian, um, particularly in regional issues, I've heard as well.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's definitely getting, like, it, it is. It's getting worse, you know, kids young as, you know, 11 and 12 and 13 um, are getting affected by, you know, drug addiction from ice as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is spreading. I think there needs to be a lot more education and awareness and people, you know, like James, like, sharing their story and showing people that there is a way out. If there's a way in, there's definitely a way out. Yeah. Um, and just really just showing people the, the realness of it mm-hmm. and being raw. You know, I think education is definitely the key for it. Yeah. Um, and the more leaders that we can get, like James here, the, the mm. better as well because it's relatable. Um, and so many people, you know, look to him as a, you know, as that, as that leader because it's like, well, like he's he's been in that world and now he's out. So it's very, very important.
0: Mm. And I guess would
1: you say that part
0: of providing that teaching or part of, anyone helping a person overcome drug addiction is to have that notion of not not being judgmental and just seeing them, as you mentioned before, James, as a person, they're not bad people. It's just Mm. a person who is um, taking drugs and not, you know, holding that against them.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think that's like a very, very important um, thing in terms of, I guess, like the next step. Like if you feel someone that wants to help you is judging you, then that obviously destroys the relationship to move forward so Mm. once you drop the judgment and work heart to heart look at people for people Mm. um you know a lot of things can be achieved as well because the last thing you want to be or feel um you don't want to be on drugs feeling judged by your loved ones or the person that's trying to help you yeah yeah. That's only going to destroy you know any rapport that you have with people any connection that you have with people so you definitely need to drop the judgment to to
2: move (laughs) forward Mm. and 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 you can't you can't give up on a person either and that's not to say like put put yourself through hell to help help somebody mm, yeah but like in all honesty this this time uh getting off drugs would be I couldn't even count what nu- what 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 number attempt it was it yeah, was yeah, for me yeah. yep. so so you know like and and it's worked now mm. yeah. 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 yeah like mm-hmm. I got a I got a strong mindset I've got uh, tools in my life now that help me every day mm. um that you know i was i was a very up and down person hour by hour sort of person and that's what i used to get through the day um yeah. because i was so i was so up and down um right now i'm, I'm so solid like i can mm-hmm. i can i can do a 12-hour shift i can go to gym i can travel three hours on the train a day like and i'm not up and down and when I do start going up and down Mm. I'm not turning to a substance to level me out. I'm turning to mindset tools. Mm. So I Mm. can I can recognise where my mind's going. Yeah. Um I can flip it, you know, and, and, and and put myself on a better path for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so James,
0: I'm just wondering, wondering, what other factors in your life have helped you come from the place where you were to get to the place where you are now in life? So you mentioned uh, mindset.
2: What what other things have helped you get to where you are now? Yeah, mindset. Mindset's huge. Mindset's like for for me personally is is a massive part of it. Then nutrition, or feeding your body, um, good 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 stuff you know like we all know it it's the, it's the same as everything else like we all we all know it we all know what we should be doing yeah,
3: yeah. what we should
2: be eating what we shouldn't be eating mm-hmm. um when i first um when i when i come off drugs this time i drank um a lot of fruit juice and a lot of smoothies mm-hmm. and i drank them for like three three weeks uh the juice bar in town i, I, I got like Fifteen free juices <laughs> because I had the loyalty card and they they loved me there. Like yeah. and they loved what I was doing. Number and, one juice customer. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Ambassador for because juice. Because I couldn't yeah.
2: I couldn't hold any food down, so I was on juices and smoothies, and and they made me feel so high. I remember yeah. feeling like I was. I'd have this crazy smoothie every morning. Right. And mm. I'd skate all the way in the town. I'd skate three Ks into town. Right. I'd get this smoothie. I'd drink it, and I'd feel higher than i have ever felt. Was and it I'm,
0: one of those situations where you just walk in and you say, you know, same order for Jared they're like,
2: Yep, Jared uh, yeah, Sorry, So your name's not
0: Jared James. <laughs> sorry man, sorry. Jared's all good.
2: <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Like I was just I was getting the same one and then I was back there in the afternoon to get to get a juice. You yep. know, like okay. I was mm. I was spending fourteen bucks a day on juice but that was nothing to what I was spending
3: on, on mm. drugs. James I have to ask, did your parents or even your brother have um, any influence in you wanting to get off the drugs?
2: Of course, of course. In the past, um, and, and I have a niece and nephew as well. So the fact that I couldn't hang out with with my niece and nephew um, a lot was was really hard. My um, like I said earlier, my brother would always wonder. Like he'd call me up, ask me to come over. I'd be, I would be like, oh, I'll come come around the next day or you know in a couple of days, sort of thing. Like I had to try and drag it out. So I always wanted to. I always wanted to stop for my family mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but, but it just doesn't it doesn't happen unless you you got to do it for for yourself. Like they're all big factors, of course they're all big factors, but it kind of just like tears you up if if you're trying to stop for for other people because you you won't you, it you won't do it mm-hmm. like uh, that's my, my, in my case yep. and I think it's pretty common um, unless you really do it for yourself and and then everything else benefits your family benefits then your friends benefit then because you've you've done something great for yourself and and it just it just projects from there yeah
1: definitely
0: so i guess it's one of those things you need to acknowledge that you know if i do overcome this journey and do come off drugs it's going to uh, increase the quality of my life regardless of how um, it might affect other people what those around me want it is going to Affect the quality of my life. Yeah, I um, mean, it's is that part of acknowledging that truth?
2: Absolutely, it's going to have no other effect than than benefit um, the life of the, the people around you. You know, the ones that, that actually care about you and stuff like that. So, yeah, it, it it's just that snowball effect. Like, it's just gonna it's just gonna keep going and keep yep. going. You know, like like I've I've made I've made weak choices. For twelve for twelve years, you know, if it takes, if it takes twelve years to get to where I want to be, then then so be it. You know, look, I'm on that I'm on that path now. Mm. Yeah, nothing's gonna stop me now. Yeah. And
0: is that I guess another important insight to give people space who are trying to overcome drug addiction, um, and to understand that everyone's on their own personal journey. So for some people, it might um, be a journey of a few months, but for other people, it might be a journey of, of 10 years that part of I guess helping people overcome drug addiction to understand that everyone has their own journey to to go on I oh, hope yeah. that question made sense yeah, I didn't yeah, write yeah. that one down
2: so. <laughs> it does make sense like um, you know Glenn's next book hit, hits that neck that next point like right so you, you get you give up the drugs you're, you're on a high because you've 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 stopped them
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know so you, you kick an ass yeah, you're doing all this great stuff. Things are, things that everyone's proud of you. Everyone's happy. You're stoked. Stuff like that. Um, so I'm probably in this stage now. So I'm I'm four months, four months clean, and and, and that that sort of it's still there, you know. But, but it's gone now. The the feeling of getting off drugs is gone now. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So now it's about it's about the day to day stuff. Yeah to keep going and that, and that you know I'm only four months in like I've got to keep this stuff up for the rest of my life but the choices that I'm making now that going to lead to you know in 12 months time where, where am I going to be and, and what yeah. what my life's going to be like and, and then five five years time and and that it's just it's just a non-stop um non-stop progression non-stop work yeah you know it's not it's not like you give up drugs and and your life's
1: yeah
2: what you imagine you've got to work hard hard to create mm. to create you, what you've always wanted you've got wanted. to work at it
1: every day yeah 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 because yeah. what you're doing you're recreating your life again mm. you're recreating your lifestyle your habits you know all that sort of stuff so there's there's a process that goes with it as well and you learn along the way and each day it's, you know, it's exercising the mindset and the habits so that we you know are on the right path as well So that's, you know, what we do daily is important, you know, and a part of the process. You're listening to Youth and (laughs) Loud, the
0: show that's quiet about the trivial things, but loud about the important things. We discuss all issues relevant to youth. If you'd like to find out more about the show or have a topic idea, check us out on Facebook and give us a shout by searching Youth and Loud. Or you can email us on youth at synradio.org. So, Glenn, at the start of James' journey, he sent you a video talking about the impact that your recent book, Drugs Do Not Do Not Discriminate, um, yep. had on him. Yep. Um, so what was your initial response after seeing that?
1: Um, like, yeah, at first of all, like, it, was, it was really, really crazy because, you know, it was... You know, I just finished writing this book and then all of a sudden I just got a, you know, message from, from someone that was you know, that I've never met before. Um, and, you know, he sent me a video saying that, you know, that he was he was you know, he's been reading the book and he's just done you know, I can't remember what page it was. Anyway, but he was on a live stream first. It was like um, exercise eight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Do you remember? Nice <laughs> like yeah. it. So he was on a live, like I was doing a live stream, and then you know he said he asked me a question, and I said oh, I'll go to exercise like page, you know, whatever it was. Mm. Um, and then yeah, he sent me that video, and you know, to me I was just like, whoa, like you know, the impact of the book, and mm. you know, and what it was doing, um, and I just thought it was really, really cool and, in- and inspiring that. You know, someone had you know that was picked picked up the book and wanted the help, and you know was utilizing and doing the exercises, um, and was actually you know doing one of the training programs. He like he was at the at the oval, um, you know. So that was, you know, when 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 someone sends you something like that, you know that they're determined and they they definitely want the change. Um, so it's always I guess rewarding, and you know it's you know like like I tell these guys, you never underestimate the power. Of what you can do and how far that positive, you know, ripple, like how far that will go out as well. Because it's, you know, it's, mm. if it wasn't for that, then I don't we wouldn't have even met each other, you know. So, um, that's true. Yeah. So just, just seeing that for the first time was, was massive. Um, yeah. And yeah, really I guess, really
0: cool. uh, being, being able to see how far James has come in his journey of overcoming drug addiction, how, how do you feel about that?
1: Um, yeah, like really, really happy and proud. Like the fact that, you know, when he sent me the video, he, like he was from Queensland, um, and then I'm like I'm not too sure exactly, I think maybe he sent me a message and said he was coming down to Victoria. I just thought maybe he was just visiting for the weekend and he just wanted to check out the program. Um, so when, when he came down... You know, and and enrolled. I was just like, Fuck, like mm. you know, this is this is massive. I had like, to
2: make a a huge lifestyle change. I, I mm. had a good job, and you mm. know, I was just about to get promoted to to operation support at yeah. you know, the factory. I was at like, on pay. I lived on the Sunshine Coast. Like on paper, write it down. I had a I had a sick life, but mm. I was not happy, and I was dying inside. So yeah, mm. I go. I just stopped it all, and I, and I made the move down here.
1: Yeah and you know like him him like you know when you hear him talk him doing that stuff you know you've got to do it for yourself you've got to take that risk you take that big step and sometimes you need to move away that's you know that's when all the change and all the growth happens when we step out of that comfort zone as well mm-hmm. um so you know to now see what he's doing you know in the gym like he's put on how many kilos you put on now in
2: oh, gym? Yeah. um like i uh- I hit seventy kilos. Yeah, I was full of food, but yep. yeah, like I put on ten kilos yep. in four months, and that yep. that was like a year goal for me. Yeah, definitely. So, so you
1: know, he's yeah, he's training really hard in the gym. Mm. So he's getting strong physically um, and mentally, getting so much stronger as well. You mm. know, through the gym and also the mindset coaching as well. Um, just really, really proud um, of where where you know where he is now and how far he's come as well. Um, you know and 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 the friendship as well you know you you meet so many cool people along the way um and it's always you know it's it's always a massive thing to cross i believe you cross people's paths for a reason Mm. um so it's always massive to see how far you know you know from 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 that video to now um i I, I never even thought that that would even happen Mm. um and how far he's come you know just so much you know overcoming and you know it's about rebuilding his whole lifestyle which he's doing as well you know he works really really hard yeah you know he does like 12-hour shifts and catches like a three-hour you know train like traveling Mm -hmm. um just to get to the gym as well so he definitely is determined and motivated and and wants to make that change um and when you look at him and hear him speak you know all those actions is a result like it's you know it's a result of all all he's been doing so Mm -hmm. i'm really really proud of you know what he's doing um, and the program that we've built and, and done is everything you know that, that he represents as well so mm. um, he's definitely come very very far um, and he's definitely a leader in our group as well mm. and definitely you know with his story you know he's, he's saving people yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah really proud of him <laughs> um, yeah
2: absolutely yeah. it's it's easy it's easy for me because it's, it's a great thing to be a part of um, you know like like I'm on my, my own journey and 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 building the life that that i want and and the gym and the, and the program you know it's it's a big part of it you know i've got my work i've got family i've got the gym the program um eating well things like that like life life's almost that simple now and yeah. they're really really great great things to to build a to build a good life so i'm very thankful yeah that, um yeah i've been i've been given the opportunity to to share my story and 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 hopefully help others.
1: Yeah, definitely. Mm.
0: Um, and James, I guess there there are probably people who will listen to this podcast who might be struggling with a drug addiction or might know someone who's struggling. Um, what can you say to bring hope or to bring
2: encouragement and guidance to, to those people? Yeah, I'll just 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 make the choice make make the choice to do it. Um, you know, don't don't stop trying. Don't stop trying. Even if you have to try it ten times a day, mm. don't stop trying. Every every day try. Um, jump. Jump on Glenn's page. F- follow the videos. Follow the mindset tools. Um, grab a book. Start doing it at home. You, c- I could, if I didn't move to Victoria, I'd would be doing this up in, up in Queensland right now like I would just I'd have the book I'd be following on, on the net and I'd be making making those two choices right there is going to change your yeah. life and then you make some better choices on top of those two choices yeah. um, I don't know make, make, just make good choices in the day drink water eat well mm. um, exercise Yeah. spend some quality time with your family be present mm. with your, with your family so don't just be there can you unpack impact what it means to, to be present what this, you? Is, this is something that I I realized that I'd struggled with my whole life um, so there's been a lot of good times in my life a lot of happy times but I've never been I've never been happy in those moments and that was because of all the choices that I've made, and all the things I've done, and all all the bad stuff that I can't couldn't stop thinking about, um, even in the happiest moments of my life, that was flooding. Those thoughts and those feelings were flooding, flooding my brain, and I couldn't I couldn't enjoy those times. Hmm. Like I, I was I was there and and stuff like that, but the effect of those times didn't carry into my life at all the the things that that made my life were my bad choices and and that that's all mindset yeah yeah and so being present being present is realizing what's going on around you being grateful for what it is So, so say it's your family being grateful for for the experience that you're having right then and there and and Allowing yourself to enjoy, enjoy that time and, and not, not beat yourself down to a point where you, you don't get to enjoy it.
0: Mm. What would you say, I guess, um, James, being, being present, uh, would also involve, I guess, being, being real and sharing who you are and sharing what is really going on in your life and what you're really feeling with, with some people. Yep. Um, would that be part of being present? Um, and I guess a struggle to really be real with people, really be raw about your own situation, about your own circumstances, kind of stops you from being present. Is that part
2: of? Yeah, one hundred percent. Like I, I said, this the the biggest turning point. Well, yeah, it's a huge turning point for me. Was being honest with myself.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, right. Number one, definitely looking back and and realizing, like, what why why I did what. It, why I made the choices that I made and, and things like that and 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 diving in and, and really br- bringing up up those emotions and 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 being real and then and 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 telling my family and, yeah. and things like that yeah. so yeah to be present you, you have to
1: be honest yeah and and being present is being connected to who you are because when you're doing you know when you're doing all the drugs and you you know you're you're off on the wrong crowd like you know you're off you're disconnected to to your soul and who you truly are as well so mm. that presence that reconnection with yourself is is where it's at and that's what's gonna make you happy to to your truest truest self so mm. once we start living in you know connection to to our values that's you know presence and all that starts flowing into where we need to go so mm. very important yeah i love it
0: yeah good words You're listening to Youth and Loud.
3: Glenn, I just wanted to know, can you tell me a bit about, um, with regards to um, the Youth You program, yep. once someone goes through and um, completes it, what happens in, t- in terms of um, support after the program ends?
1: Oh, we just tell them to... Go and never come. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. So, usually, like it's uh, uh, like up to them anyway. So you know, we you know we do tell them like we have like a sit down or whatever, and we tell them you know everything that you've learnt. Obviously, this is stuff that you need to keep doing for the rest of your life. It's about building up the habits and keep doing that. Um, mm-hmm. We've had people in the past that just continue on like, sign up for another round. Can I just um, ask us a
0: quick question there? So yeah, I have yeah. cut you off. Um, so I guess part of it is within the youth you program, you teach. Skills and you teach them tools which they can take with them for the rest of their life. Yeah, it's yeah, not definitely. It's supposed to be just temporary. Nah, drugs. nah. So it's so
1: it's really about building up the foundations. You don't just do these tools when you're getting off drugs, about doing the tools every day mm. so that we're getting stronger. So you got to, you know, if you think about, you know, the foundations on how we overcame the drug addiction, once we overcome it, we don't just stop all that work in between that we've been, right. you know, doing daily. We need to keep keep going up with that, keep yeah. up those habits um, so that, you know, we, we're definitely on track because the stronger that we get, the happier they get, the line, more line we get, the more, you know, connected that we stay as well, mm. you know, because it's life, you know, things might throw us off, but if we've got the right tools, we can definitely bounce back and keep moving forward as well. So this is really about rebuilding, recreating and using the habits that you had from the start, mm. and exercising, because if we do this every day, it's only gonna create strength. Really. So yeah. Um, but yeah, like in terms of the of the programme, yeah, so they choose whether they wanna um, sign up or continue on. Obviously they're always you know, when you do this work you form friendships and connections and stuff like that. So, you know, people stay close anyway. Because I'm guessing you
3: get those people <clears throat> excuse me. I'm guessing you get those people like depending on what they've been through that got they get to the end of the programme and, and and kind of I guess can I know I might be wrong here, but s- sense a sense of it of that you know i feel like i'm 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 a bit on, a bit on my own now like it's a bit of a culture shock and then yeah, yeah. you know do do you find that with some people
1: yeah yeah yes yeah. so some people um you know cuz i guess they're loyal to the the program or loyal to me sometimes they feel a little bit oh you know now what do i do and stuff like that um but you know i always encourage them and say like you know this is the next step of your life this is something you should be looking forward to you are always welcome here and you know that um if you want to sign up another round let's do it mm-hmm. um if you feel that you need to take another step Um, then I definitely got your back for that as well Um, and again you need to put yourself in those uncomfortable situations to create more growth you know that's the only way that we're going to grow and and keep you know keep growing as well and that's something that we teach in the program as well you Mm. have to keep growing you have to keep evolving Um, you've always got to up level and step up and and keep going so um so Glenn uh Tell us
0: about the new book that you've written, entitled "I Quit Dro- Drugs Now What: um, The Next Stage of Recovery That Nobody Talks About."
1: Yeah. Um. So after I guess after like after touring, like from my first book, "Drugs Do Not Discriminate," um, I spoke to a lot of like you know I've been speaking to a lot of people. Um, you know, they get to a stage um, where they where they quit drugs, and then they, there's there's this there's this funny stage where you know, depression can come in or loss of identity can come in and, and people get lost, you know and, and sometimes I believe if they don't have the right tools that's what causes relapse they go back to what they know um, and I remember I actually went through this as well but I actually didn't speak to anyone because I just thought maybe it was just myself everyone thought that, you know oh, Glenn should be so happy now he's overcome drugs you know, he, he's, he's doing his personal training he's lost weight he should be happy but there was this sense of almost depression and anxiety um, because i Lost my whole identity. I didn't even know who I was anymore. So I thought this this next stage, um, or this next book that's coming up, I think is a very very important issue because it's all about you know now that you have quit drugs. Now what are you going to do with your life as well? It's really about I guess dropping off the old identity of being a drug addict or, you know, being from that world and stepping into your new identity of, you know, who are you now, you know, with, without the drugs, without the label, who are you as a person now? What do you want to do with your life? Who are you now? Um, and also, you know, giving people the, the, the tools so they can really step into their true self and making sure that they're, you know, aligned to their true self. Um, I also cover topics as, you know, don't burn out, trying to be clean. You know, i think that's you know important as well i said all the time people all of a sudden they're, they're going to be clean and you know every you know they're getting cold turkey they're, they're pushing away everyone um and they just chuck in everything all at once which then leads to isolation you know when they start isolating themselves you know and then they're not i guess focusing on the mindset and stuff like that they they almost like burn out because getting off drugs is their only focus um, and they then they forget about themselves they forget about the identity they forget about who they are as a person um, and that isolation leads to depression anxiety and then once we start feeling those emotions again people go back to to what they know which is using the drugs so i think it's it's a it's a very it's, it's, it is different. It's, it's definitely a book that's going to you know, challenge a lot of people as well because it's definitely a stage that I think more people need to talk about because um, you, know, you hear it all the time. People are clean for like three months, six months, nine months, and then they fall back to relapse and it gets worse. So they're, they're, they're missing something here um, to keep going. And I think it has a lot to do with identity. Um, it has a lot to do with you know, values, um, balance. So I cover a lot of areas, um, but I think the identity is a massive thing as well. Um, you know, and I tell these guys as well, you know, I, I meet people and the first thing that they say is, hi, you know, I'm, I'm a drug addict, you know, and if you think that this is the first sentence that people introduce themselves, I think there's there's, there's something something wrong there as well, because there's more to people than the label that yeah. they, you know, that, that they're introducing themselves with as well, so... Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's a book that I'm really excited about because it's definitely something different. But yeah, like this this book, I literally, I was so pumped about, I I wrote this one in like four days. Um, So it's just going through the, you know, the editing process and all that now. Mm. Um, But it is a topic no one's talking about. um, And I think it is a very, very important topic so people can step into that next stage without you know because w- when you go through drugs there's there's a lot of guilt there's a lot of things that you haven't resolved or let go or released and you know there's there's a lot of hurt that, that you've that you've gone through whether it be family relationships with, with yourself so there is a healing for a phase that you have to go through um, but I do cover a lot of a lot of topics so it is something that's definitely needed um, but yeah I'm really looking forward to it. I don't know if it's going to be in November or next year um, Cause I still gotta, I guess you know this. My first book is only five months old, so I gotta let that at least have yeah. its first birthday <laughs> before I um before I just Working chuck in another too one. Hard, Glenn, <laughs> <Too hard. laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, just on a mission, just on a mission. So yeah. um, but yeah, so yeah, it, it definitely covers a lot of topics that 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 people need to, I, I believe, anyway. But and yeah. Y- yeah, the impact that we've had so far in anyway New has been massive. So. You know, I guess that that's the reason why I did the programme is like how can I help more people, how can I reach out to more people so that they can do it as well. So, you know, we need to you know, not, not be lim- like limited in our mindset and believe that the the tools, you know, in the book or whatever is is there, so yeah.
0: It sounds, um from what you are seen, Glenn, it sounds like so much of what you focus on is helping people to overcome drug addiction and to get to a point of recovery forever, that will yeah. last for the rest of their life. So yeah. you're not um, wanting people to recover from drugs just for a short time. You're wanting to help them in such a way so that it really changes their lives yeah. for the rest of their lives. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And is that, I guess, uh, an overarching focus of what the second book's going to be about,
1: how to stay
0: on that path of yeah. recovery?
1: Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's about staying focused as well so that you don't get to a point in your life and almost think what's wrong with me? Mm. You know, the drugs are gone now. I should be happy. You know, start questioning it a lot. You know, and, and then sometimes the mind can even play tricks and you can almost convince yourself that life was better because you numb those, all those emotions that have come up. So when you face those emotions, it's just like, well, you know, you, you get stuck and then they sort of go, go back to, well, I'm just going to numb these. I'm just going to go back to mm. what I know. So I I think it's really, 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 really important. Um, And I think, uh,
0: I imagine that part of that would be to help people trying to overcome drug addiction understand what normal feelings are when you're doing that. So that, as you're saying, they don't feel isolated. So they recognize that, you know, me feeling depressed or feeling this way is is what a lot of people Mm. can feel when they're trying to overcome, you know, when they're on that path. So that they know, you know, they're not alone and there's other people on the same journey yeah yeah definitely Um, there's
1: nothing you know i tell everyone there's nothing wrong with nothing wrong with emotions and feelings like you know you've got mm. to feel them and and you know it's a part of life it's a part of you know uh, being human um so you know it's it's working with it Mm. as well um and you know addressing it and stuff like that instead of numbing them because at the end of the day we're all going to feel to an extent and we've all felt depressed or angry or upset and stuff like that it's having the right tools so that we don't go down a self-destructive path as well so mm. yeah so glenn are you able to give us a bit of a
0: preview of this book and, and read, yeah. read a part of
1: it yeah for sure um so i've got a um a bit at the start of the book that's called uh, letter to the warrior um so yeah i'll just read that so to my fellow warrior You have achieved so much more than most people have or will. You have achieved a lot in your journey and your character shows that you have shown us many attributes of strength, courage, dignity and determination. You have travelled through hell and back and have conquered many demons, hurdles and blockages along the way. You have crossed paths and been to hell and back but still you are standing as a symbol of strength and a symbol of what can be achieved. A true leader you are. You have survived and some people don't come back alive. Some people get lost and fall off dead ends of where addiction takes you. Some people end up dead and unfortunately not everyone makes it back to tell their story. But you did. You have come back home. You have come back from hell and war and you are now here with us to share your story. Your story only gives others strength and power to conquer the demons one may face along the way. You have led and imprinted a path that will show our people that it can be achieved and that it can be done. You have shown us all that you can go through hell and back and still step into your true self. You are a survivor. You are strength. You are courage. You are hope for our generation. You are a
3: true warrior.
0: So we're just about to finish up, but... Before we do, uh, James, starting with you, what what are your plans for the rest of the year and what are you hoping to achieve um, and for years to come after that as
2: well?
1: Get massive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what a, Dwayne I got,
3: Johnson style. I, I almost <laughs> try and not say that first, but yeah, number
2: one goal is to is more weight gain, yep. uh, to cool. get bigger and stronger. Mm-hmm. And that's just not my body, it's my mind as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, like mm-hmm. I said, I've lived my life with a very weak mind. I didn't even know it. But now I know how weak it was. Like, uh, so I want to keep keep growing my mind to be stronger. Mm. Um, yeah, by the end of the year, just be a solid human being. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, just get get through the day, like yep. I said, like, like mm. you know, straight through, no ups and... Well, there's going to be ups and downs, but there don't have to be every hour.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I like it how you acknowledge that there's still going to be ups and downs in life because yeah, of that's course. life. But yeah. yeah, it doesn't have to be a real. So yeah, um, yeah I'm going to finish finish the program. Continue working hard. Look, I'm looking to, or oh, I am going to enrol in a course. Awesome. Oh, I definitely want to do do a youth worker course. Awesome, yeah. That that will set me on a on a on a good path nice, um, yeah. to be able to help others, and and in turn it, it, it helps it helps me as well. If you know yeah. you can't. Yeah. Yeah, living that life, um, especially with what I've with what I've done, um, keeps me on a great path. And then I get to I get to help others as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: And Glenn, Glenn, what, what what about yourself? What are your plans for the rest of the year and for for years to come as well? What What are your dreams <laughs> for, for the youth you program?
1: Um. So yeah, the rest of the year, just continue on with the book tour that we're doing at the moment. So awesome. Um, Yeah, like, yeah, go to Queensland, Tasmania, you know, Western Australia, Darwin, Mildura, like just keep traveling, Mm -hmm. um, spreading the word, showing people that it's, you know, that you can overcome, recover from your drug addiction, Um, get my second book out, you know, I really want to get push that to get it become a bestseller as well. Um, and the big picture is to, you know, which we're implementing and doing now is to get the Youth U program into other areas. So regional just areas that as well. just that before you yeah. said that. So, yeah, go on, go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, by the end of the year, we should have two places. Um, right. awesome. so it should be in two places. Um, next year, I, yeah, I definitely want to just keep pushing and just, yeah, creating awareness, spreading the news and getting the program mm. out in areas that definitely need it. So... On a mission. (laughs) On a mission, so.
3: Do you have any last, last questions, Nath? No, but I I will, I will say to James, you know, I, I think, you know, considering from what you've told me, from where you were, I, I think you've made a massive change and I think, you know, just observing with, you know, things in my own life, I, I think we all really need that, that one thing, whether it's ourselves or whether it's an outside influence that can really wake us up and say, hang on, you've got to take a second look at your life and just... Really, wake up. Yeah, no. And I and I think you've you've really done an amazing an amazing job at that. And hats off to you. Oh, thank
2: you.
0: Mm. Um, yeah. So that does bring us to the end of this episode of um, Youth and Loud. Um, but thanks heaps, guys, for coming in. Yeah, thank um, it's, you. It's always cool to have you in Glenn. And thanks, it's, man. Uh, awesome to meet you, James. And yeah, thank you so much likewise. for. Um, yeah, no, no, not a problem at all. And thanks heaps for sharing your story and being willing to be open and honest about your journey, Um, that's really appreciated. And it's without a doubt that people who hear this episode will be encouraged and be inspired through hearing your story. And that brings us to an end of this episode of Youth and Loud. Thanks heaps to Glenn Munzo, who heads up the Youth You program, and James for talking with us about his journey of recovery from drug addiction. If you felt concerned about anything you've heard tonight, you can contact Beyond Blue on 1300 22 26 That's 1300 22 26 Lifeline on thirteen eleven fourteen. 14. That's thirteen eleven fourteen. 14, or you can find a lot of helpful resources on reachout.com. Thanks for listening to this episode, and we'll catch you next time on Youth and Loud.